What happens when two humans choose to step into conscious partnership and agree to mirror each other? Lots of relationships are created this way unconsciously. However, to witness the commitment to embrace the fire and ice that mirroring brings is a whole new level of awareness. Come along for the energetic ride of two star seeds navigating this adventure we call life on Earth. Oh, well, well, here we are again. Yay, souls next. Oh, hello, my friend. Hello, my friend. How are you? Oh, roasting. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 New moon moods. Oh, I think. Yeah. 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 So I've got, I've got two ice packs under my feet and one behind my back. <laughs> I just trying not to die over here you know right <laughs> yeah hello two people that have had heat stroke before and uh here we go yay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. self-care is everything yeah so i'm uh i'm really attempting to ground today actually that's been the theme of the week for me has it yeah i <laughs> i've been doing some really big work up in the ether for lack of better wording and mm -hmm. yeah, to the point where I kind of lost awareness around my physical body and slammed my foot into my bed and broke my toe. So hence the ice packs. Yeah. So it, it's been a very unnerving week being in places that I've never been before, doing things that I've never done before energetically. And I'm a little rank today. Not going to lie. Rank. Rank. It's a good word. I know, That's right? It's a good word. Yeah. Especially for this week. And the pull of the new moon coming in? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to so, be interesting to see what comes up for us today. Because I don't know if I'm in the space to debrief around some of the things that happened, the experiences that have happened. They haven't really come into the material world yet. But, you know, when we get together, things come out. Right. Right. As I'm holding a lighter, I am actually going to light incense. I'm not just, you know, using okay, it. Okay, cool. Cool. Angela's playing the first. I'm going to go ahead and bring some smoke into the process because, you know, I've got my Palo Santo on the go. That's <gasps> a week. That's what I'm doing right now is Palo Santo. And I have to show you my, my cute little, hang on. My cute little incense holder. It's an owl. Oh, that's really cool. Love it. Mm, so cute. Well, because, you know, I have been, owl medicine has been big for me this last yeah. week and a half. And one of my visitors that came in last night was an owl. Wow. I don't necessarily want to use names, but yeah, I had a, yeah, I had a very interesting yeah. channeled space with some owl medicine last night in the middle of the night that came through on, I woke up in the middle of the night and was guided to YouTube for, I don't know, and it was one, two, three, four, 1234 at night. And she had two videos for me to watch that I've never seen before. I don't even know how they showed up. And here we are. I always consider one, two, three, four marching orders. One, two, three, four. Well, five. don't tell me that because this morning I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm selling everything and moving to India. I've never wanted to move to India before. Where the hell is that coming from? Um, well, I do have a theory on that. Well, I, it's not necessarily uh, nothing I'm ready to talk um, about. No, <laughs> well, no that's good. Vulnerability hangover. Vulnerability and hangover is a thing is a thing yeah and and the fact that the light workers are having what i call adjustment disorder to planet earth speaking of adjustment disorder i'm sorry i'm being so wiggly i can't sit still listen it's a thing i love and support you in the need to be fidgety and moving because we've got so much energy moving through us this week that it, it has to go somewhere yeah and so here comes the rank alert here comes the trigger alert for folks. Here yeah. comes the, this is what it looks like when people are being human and allow their shit to show. Cause boy, oh boy, what a week, hey? Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. So, so we're gonna, we're here in this episode 
to be stripped down, lose the bullshit of women need to be pretty to be leading the way on this planet. That's a bunch of fucking crock of shit. And we're just going to dispel a bunch of men's get on and let our rankness roar because I think there's really important medicine in there. Like, I want to honor that you're, oh, that would hit you. It's interesting because I don't even remember the words you just said. It was the feeling. I'm, I'm, I'm so in, I was, let me correct my terminology. I was so in my head, stalking, dropping into my body. I, I needed to lose the words and start following feelings because I was literally, I felt like I was going crazy. I was making up storylines. Well, and here's the thing. I don't know if I was making them up or if I was actually fucking on to something. Mm-hmm. So instead of trying to decipher with my mind, I'm coming down into my belly and I'm trying to, this week, my experiment is to lead from my gut and not listen to words at all. Good. I just can't. No, and, and none of us I'm should. i rank for words right now. <laughs> okay. We can totally Good. open that. I am. Um, no. Nope. Yeah. If, if people can let their freak flag fly, we can let our rank flag fly. Oh, mine's so pretty. Good. <laughs> I can see, like, I can just see the stirring of the pot, the yeah. need to run, the need to, and it's just, it really is just emotions trying to get out. Yeah. Right? And we don't always have the words, so we have to move and shake them. That's why play, we talk about that, right? Oh, and I got some great play like yesterday, like I went and had, because it was like, it was, it was 48 degrees in my car while I was driving to my girlfriend's house the other day, like a nice screenshot. And I'm like, I don't think this has ever happened, but no, we're setting records. It hasn't happened. (laughs) I know it's just, it's a heat wave. Yeah. So I broke my foot in a fucking heat wave. Right. And I have no air conditioning in my house. I'm dying. So, and then my foot is, yeah, but at least the swelling's gone now. I, I still have beautiful, pretty colors on the top of my foot, but I can't walk. I can't work, which is, yeah. So, so a couple of weeks ago in full moon, it was the closet collapse and I needed to clean up the closet. And then I break control forward and got smacked for stepping forward. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then you want to run to India, so, hmm. Right? Like, yeah. have I ever said that to you? No. Ever? No, this is a whole new thing coming in. However, yesterday, uh, I did go have a sleepover at my girlfriend's house, and she has a pool, and we we're in her yard, or in her thing, and I chose to do energy work on her in the pool. Cool. And we chose to record it and shit went down things happened I've never done before like psychic surgery on a completely different level and I'm there's thing there's I'm doing things with my hands that I've never done before and Jake my roommate says they look like mudras but I don't know what a mudra is and on my very very quick research what I'm doing is not those pictures so I don't know what I'm tapping into but it's a something and so I blew myself up yesterday in the sun doing the Reiki with these light codes and then the owl medicine comes in at night in the middle of the night and then the next day I want to move to India and I'm like what the fuck is happening (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I yeah how do you how do you function in society like this like how how I need, I need the how, how, how do we, how do we do this work and stay sane and, and still support ourselves and still like do the thing, like where's the balance, right? Because I can't, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm feeling the rankness is where's the balance. And if I'm expected to, why am I saying I'm expected? Am I expecting myself? I just myself. I'm, and so complete that sentence. I'm expected me, to. Oh, it's a big one. Here we go. You're expected to 
help other people get themselves out of their shit. You're in your own shit and find this balance in the midst of what we're experiencing on the planet. I know my mission is great or greater, greater than what I'm doing, but I don't feel like I can fulfill it by myself holding. Like, how do you, In today's society, the way we have set things up, all the domestication and all of that stuff, how yeah. are the oracles, the, the healers, the people that are supposed to be healing the communities, how are we supposed to do this and support ourselves at the same time? It goes right back to like how the indigenous ways used to be in the community. The community held the shamans, the, the oracles, the, the healers and all of that. But now we're expected to do it ourselves and still be the warriors. And like you, how do you do both and be yeah. at one extreme yeah you can come in the middle and you can live a normal life absolutely yes and i've proven that we can you know i've proven to myself that i can do that so i think i'm in this space now of if i want to fulfill my mission and i want to learn whatever i whatever i did yesterday filled my soul like that's what i'm supposed to be doing on this planet you know i've been asking what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to do that's what i'm supposed to be doing whatever i pulled in yesterday it was like pff, huge yes that was my yes okay so now what i'm gonna be up like i just yeah needing an anchor is not always codependence right like there's balance no no everybody has their roles in a relationship right yeah and let's let's just define what codependence is and move back into being an anchor right if two people are being part of the solution and not part of the problem in the toxic aspects of their lives, then they are self-sufficient in working on it for themselves. Sometimes powerhouses and people in general on this planet need someone to be that voice while the matote is matote. And that's not about trying to fix someone. It's I can look at you and honor the fact that you've just had a righteous big week, that you've had a previous heat exhaustion, that you just did energy work on someone that may have well had been cranky themselves and you absorbed some of it. And then you've got all this stuff coming in. And I'm here as the anchor to remind you that everything is already solved. That that our need and condition to control things, yes, we have to take action. Yes, there's an energy in moving forward. Yes, we have to put things out there and see what sticks. But you, the minute you are on it, you are on it and it will all unfold as it needs to. And that's what anchors are here to remind you of. Yeah. Like I really want you to receive that. So you found your yes yesterday. Racehorse wants to go, but I found it. Racehorse, right? And there's nothing wrong with that because it shows the enthusiasm in the direction that needs to go. However, your intention is already set, so now you just have to keep doing what you're doing when you're inspired and uninspired and rank and not rank, and it will it will now gravitate towards you. It's already solved. Right. Yeah. Add to that the outdated colonization thinking that if we're doing nothing, we're lazy and we're not contributing to value. Like all the social societal belief sets are being pushed to the forefront for us now. You use the words I'm expected to. We held an expectation in the light worker community that we were here to save the world. We're not here to save the world. We're here to save ourselves. And in saving ourselves, we save the world. Yeah, And in being that light for other people to go, hey, look, if they can sit and be ranked, then we can sit and be ranked too. And we're going to make this all okay. And then we're going to move forward. And then everything's going to drop in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's this aspect of like, this is, can be. Yeah, it's amazing and exhilarating. And yeah, we're reaching into new things, new dimensions, new new stuff, light code, like all this stuff coming in. Yeah, it's cool. It's also really fucking scary when you're going through it by yourself. Yes. And there it is. Right? And at least if you have someone, like, look, 
I do what I do. I'm comfortable doing what I do. I learn, I grow, I go, what the fuck just happened? Okay, well, that's new and blah, blah, blah. But I'm content with falling through that space. I just feel it's really, that's why we have partnerships. That's why we have friendships is because we it's it's not a codependent thing. It's uh I'm going through a space and are you going? It's a relatable thing. It's a yeah. it's a it's a it's a you know you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Well, there's this also there's this other piece too that I tapped into. It kind of came a little bit more full circle after coming back from Tio. Because of the trauma that I went through this last year, I haven't really let very many people physically touch me because I was healing. And in Tio, it was a love fest, hug fest, you know, lots of, and I allowed a lot of people to actually physically touch me. And then coming home and not having that. So I felt like I excelled and, and like accelerated there. And then coming home, I can hold myself. I've like, I've been single for three years. I've proven I can hold myself. And if I have somebody to physically touch me, I excel even faster. It's not that I need it. It mm -hmm. speeds up the process. And for a racehorse, I like it. Yeah. Right? That the people that can bring out the worst in us bring out the best of us at the same time. And it's a really beautiful gift to be able to bounce that back and forth energetic. There's nothing like a collective energy. There's nothing like it. Mm -hmm. And, and that requires interaction is work alone. I really don't. Like, yes, I think when you're training and you need to learn how to do it, yes, there's a lot of individual study and all of that. But, you know. There's a reason why people have mentors. Yeah. Yeah, community is a thing. Community is a thing. And so it's really hard when you're living in a giant community that can't get their shit together on so many different fronts while we're shaking all of the shit out, when we're expanding into a new wave that's new for us and la la la, there's not too many of us in this space and trying to find them that are at least close and by to go, look, the collective consciousness is being funky today. What the fuck just happened, right? So, so it's a multitude of the conglomerate going on and trying to this ever elusive sometimes thing of balance and really just being patient patience and grace while you're clearing space uh. <laughs> it's so good and it annoys me so much all at the same time <laughs> there's yeah. my rankness coming out yes yeah. that's great fuck you <laughs> I, love it. I love you fuck you right <laughs> You're my favorite <laughs> yeah right we can love and hate the universe uh, at the same time yeah we can be those things we can absolutely i've said it's been the most craziest bitchiest week of funnest week of my life these days and it's like okay i'm, I'm happily pissed off right now what the fuck yeah. okay well this is happily cool. pissed off that's great i like that because it's new moon week and I want people to understand that we are needing to be aware of energetically right now, these pulls, waxes and wanes of the moon are some really powerful movements going on. So we're in the duality of life, the light and the dark at the same time. And well, the week before the full moon or the new moon, right? Is the void. We're literally sitting in it. And yes, <laughs> we know how well we do with the void. Because colonial thinking of we should be doing something and I should be over here and I should be doing this and should, 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 should. Well, and then we're having the collective and some of our community should on us. And then there's the blowups on social media and, you know. Right. There's a reason, and that's it. You've hit the nail on the head. There's a collective uprising. There are faction uprisings. And we're either going to be in this all together. Like, look what i heard you say and let me see if i can paraphrase this for you is right so in the spiritual community there's an accountability factor that comes in and i think we all have an accountability to be that person 
that isn't culturally appropriating, that's gone to the right sources to learn. Like you have followed Toltec teachings in your, with your Toltec teachers. You have paid them and invested time and money from eight learning years. from them, right? Yeah, eight years. Eight years, right? And I've done nothing but follow, fortunately or unfortunately, my colonial witchcraft and Irish heritage and things like that. And anything Indigenous, I've learned, I've learned straight from the community, from the elders. And I'm not teaching any of that stuff out there to anybody else. That one was for me. Healing, yeah. You are teaching that way because that's where you belong and you are going to bring those teachings because you did the right tracks in those teachings so we've got the spiritual collectiveness trying to call out all this stuff and and listen god bless us all for doing this but there comes a point in time where we talked about the agreement thing where it is you know what this is my agreement I know how I worship. I know that I'm working in allyship. I don't need to publicly announce in white savior or white fragility or centering or any of that. I'm doing it. And I'm not going to take a public condemnation of that space without calling you out on your shit at the same time. Well, the thing is, we don't want to be tearing down our own community. That's it. Like, we, you don't... Right? We don't want to create more separation especially with the ones we loved because i'm telling you that happened to me last year and it and it took me out yeah you know that i was in a horrific space and i was taken out by one of my loved ones and yeah i allowed it i absolutely because we are in control of our emotions absolutely i understand that and why would you bring viciousness to somebody that you love over social media and not even pick up the phone and talk to somebody let's just destroy them over Facebook. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And if, if we're to be a community of men and women building one another up, the only thing we should be calling down out there is look, and I get it. There are spiritual practice. Like I will, I've always owned in my role as a psychic and a medium. There are things that I wholeheartedly believe that we have a responsibility to, and I won't stand for anybody that's out there being harmed by another one in my community, but it's not about it's not about tearing the space down. It's about creating awareness that if you have a teacher that isn't aligned properly, and that's not, again, tearing down our judgment. It's just, we're all, and, and this is, so, so here it is. Maybe, that was a big thought. Sorry, let me just pull that back. So we can speak to the atrocities that are going on without calling out shit behavior because everybody's on their own journey and we've all been in that spot where the other person is they just aren't there yet and we need to be patient and unconditionally love that moment in time and everybody's going through their own process you know yeah. when these issues in the world come up especially us empathic people of course we feel it of, of course yep. we you know right if you're in your own trauma spin you're no good to anybody else. That's right. And then to have somebody else come in and say, you should be doing this. Well, excuse me, I'm suicidal right now. Fuck you. Yeah, right. I don't have the capacity to do what you're expecting me to do. Right. And that's, you know, I'm not in that space, but I was. Right. I was. Right. You know, so it's like. Yeah. And, and yet you and I can take a step back from these moments and go, okay, so I remember, so listen, I'll call it out on mine. So I don't talk a lot about the fact that I worked with the Camelot's Indigenous for a couple of few years in my capacity as a psychic and medium and wellness for the, for the ladies of the, of the, of the reserve and anything else would be centering and virtue signaling according to people. But, you know, we're sitting here calling, and listen, I've done this calling people out for behaviors in hopes behaviors will change doesn't always solve the behaviors and and you never know what someone is doing behind closed doors so you have no right to point that finger right you're judging somebody you're judging yourself it yeah it has to start from within because that's the reflection yeah. if you are rank yeah. and judging and right. screaming over facebook it's time to look in the mirror and see what's yeah. going on and invoking yeah. that within you as well. And yes, it's a collective thing. And yes, shitty things are happening. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, but if there's always the end. 
The and. It's not the end. It's the and. That's right. Take responsibility for yourself first. Right. And and check yourself. Check yourself. Check yourself. Right. I mean, I've done it. I, I have always rightfully owned, okay, I'm about to have a soapbox moment. Here's my deal. As a psychic and medium, I wholeheartedly feel and believe in my heart of hearts that if you keep coming back to a revolving door for a psychic reading once a month because you're trying to figure out your life, you're being rooked. Because a, a leader will give you the tools to lead yourself. Yeah. Not rely on them to keep continually fixing your mess. Right. And so just because you don't see something going on doesn't mean it isn't happening. Right. Everybody has their boundaries. And look, I get when people get up because listen, when I was getting up on my little high horse and being really judgmental about the fact that there's so many fucking racists and homophobes and bullshit on this planet, um, I get that I'm judging. Uh, call it anti-racist some people call it virtue signaling call we'll call it whatever i'm willing to sit in that moment of pain people to go okay you want to call me a virtue signal that's 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 your experience and that's how you receive that i'm okay with that but it's a space where we we have to recognize that that's in-house fighting it's right fighting and and the the part that will bring us all together in the end is going to sit with our brothers and sisters and listen to them instead of making it all about us. And we've all been there. Like, listen, I've been that person. When I first learned about unpacking white supremacy and white privilege and white fragility and all that stuff, I was like, I remember. (laughs) Right? Totally get that. Now I'm at a spot where I don't want to fight in life anymore. I know what I'm doing personally. You believe me, I'll be the first one to speak up in a crowd if someone wants to be an asshat in a homophobe or transphobe or any area. But I don't need to be out there publicly announcing or condemning anyone or anything anymore. My right fighter is gone. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I think. Everybody has their mission in life and there's people equipped to do that work. And then there's people equipped to do the work we do. And then there's people equipped to do the other work. Like there are so many missions on this planet. So stop judging somebody for the mission that they are on. Yeah. It's not for you to tell me what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. It's not for yeah. you to tell me how to post on social media. It's not for you to tell me how to do anything. Yeah. yeah. Right. And as people out there going to the healers and oracles of the, of the, of this work, it is a personal responsibility to investigate the human you're going to interact with. You have the right to ask those kinds of questions. You have the right to knowledge in that space. And, and so do your freaking homework. Yeah. Right? Do your freaking homework. And I- Make sure you're aligned. Yeah. I get it, right? Like, you know, I've watched so many people go out to some psychics these days and I'm protective of my babies. I get sometimes when I get triggered, I can be really protective because I just, I, I know that psychics and mediums all start out somewhere but I call them the dial of psychics and they say the same thing to everybody over and over again and same space and keep them in the same stuff. And I don't, I don't, I used to be stand up on my little horse and go, that shouldn't be happening. If, if I guess now, if that's the lesson that you need, then that's the lesson you need. I don't want to see it. It hurts my heart that it happens for people because we should learn to be that oracle for ourselves as time moves along because we all are. And I get we need a bump or a boost or a validation, you know, once or twice a year. Yeah. But we have all the answers we need in ourselves. Yeah. And that's what the leaders are here to do is to bring that out in you. 
Yeah, right. I mean, and if the leaders, you know, if the leaders are, you know, keeping you in circle and talking about traumas all the time, and it gets to a competitive point where, oh, my trauma is worse than yours, la 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 la, that's toxic. Time to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone from spiritual bypassing to whitewashing to addiction to suffering, <laughs> right? Right. It's 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 a thing, and so it's a thing. And you're allowed to heal. I think that's sometimes people forget that you're allowed to heal. You're, you're still going to be seen if you're healed. Yes. You know, you don't have to. You're still going to be seen. You, know? you, you can choose a different storyline. You can, you can choose a different way to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the most miserable aspect of my humanity as I move through life. And I used to bleed all over people with it. And now I'm like, you know, I had to, I had to, on set the other day, I had to tell our medical supervisor that I was born with one kidney. She's like, you're here and you're born with, what? You, I'm like, yeah, I'm a miracle baby. Go figure, right? But it's like, I'm not like, oh, I've got one kidney and you need to baby me. And I'm so sad. Why can't everybody pay attention to me when I'm hurting? Ugh. That's a former version of Donna. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Now you're going to see the Donna that brings joy and laughter to a set. That's going to make everybody tee hee. And you're, you're like, I, you'll never guess it because I ain't showing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not that if you want to show, there's nothing wrong with that. It's the addiction to trauma that you talked about. Well, and then, you know, we can slide it all over to the other scale, on the other side of the scale too, you know, admitting that there's anxiety, depression, PTSD in my world. That would have never come out of my mouth 10 years ago. Yeah. Right? No shame felt, in our when I, fell, when I fell on my head and they made me go for the, you know, I spent a day, two days with a psychologist right. doing all the, you know, intelligence testing and all that shit. You know, he, he put in there that that, that 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 was part of the issue. And I hid that paper and never let anyone see it because I had so much shame around it. It's like, yeah, I won't be loved if people know that I'm broken. That was my story, right? And, and I'm glad you're speaking to that because it's a lot of people's stories. Yeah. Right. Heaven forbid somebody knows I have trauma. Ooh, Ooh. right. Those are the people you want to stick around because those that know they're in trauma are some of the most brilliant people on the planet because they know they're in trauma and they're doing something about it. Exactly. Those that refuse to and want to destroy your boundaries and not honor that, you know. Yeah. So good for you. Like not everyone wants to be public. We've talked, I think we talked about this about two episodes ago where it's not about everybody being public, but there are those like me on set three o'clock in the afternoon, heading back for supper time and and I sat down with my cohort, bubble person, and I'm like, man, I just about bit it out there. That three o'clock rolled around. And I was like, I asked for some water. And the guy says, one more take. And I like laid down into the shade, went, okay, Donna, suck this fucking minute up. You could do this for one more second, blah, blah. And the guy just looked at me and goes, I was feeling that way too. And I didn't want to say anything because I thought I was the only one. I'm like, that's why I'm here. I let's just lift that off. <laughs> Well, and honoring our boundaries, I think, is one of the most important things we can do as humans, you know, especially if you do have trauma, you know, going, going back to, you know, fighting on the front line and all this stuff that everyone's asking us to roar up with, you have to take care of your own mental health first. If you are not in a healthy space, you are no good to anybody else, period. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take care of you first. Yep. And if you're in a healthy space and someone refuses to listen to your boundaries, I've just started using the phrase, boy, I'm like a cat trying to be baptized. If you want to go up in my face about my boundaries, and I've said to you, been very point blank thing, you're going to get the cat being baptized. You're going to get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be bit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, so, and so then, you know, the opposite end of that is the emotional regulation. So the warning, the warning, it's coming. Right, right. Let's see, you did this once and I said, please don't do that. You did it again. And I said, how many times am I going to have this conversation with you? And then you do it again. Ooh, Lordy, I had someone met with that this week and I just don't. 
we'll see if I, I said, I said, so what, you coming back for some more next week? Or what are we going to do here about this? Because so far right now, you're up in business that doesn't belong when I've asked you to step away. You're not on anywhere. Like I went to town, town without guilt. Because I told you once, now we know why mothers go ballistic, right? Right. If I have to tell you little fucking assholes one more time, and it's the only way I'm going to get you to fucking listen. <laughs> I I have no guilt. If that is the sledgehammer that finally gets it through to that part in your brain that says someone has asked me to not be codependent and they have announced that they are ha you're having boundary issues with them, I'm sorry, but you're going to get it. And I'm not going to feel sorry about it. I'm sorry, not sorry. Yeah, and and this is where the unconditional love comes in because everybody's going to deal with their situations differently. Um, last week, I haven't even had a chance to tell you this. Do you remember in our, I think it was our episode two, when I talked about protecting my loved ones? Yes. Interesting that, you know, when you, because afterwards I was like, oh, that was kind of, a, yeah, that was, I didn't expect that to come out the way it did. Um, and the first person that actually challenged me on that emailed me, and it was a family member challenging my choices, and she went to town on me, and I required this, this, and this if we're going to step into relationship, and, and I expect this, 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 and this, and, and I, was, I read it jaw-dropped, and my, my emotional boundaries came in, and I'm like, no, 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 yeah. um, no, that is not how I want to be talked to. That kind of disrespect is not welcome or warranted here. And if you come at me like that, you'll get the steel wall and I'll never talk to you again. Nobody will talk to me that way ever. And expect and, and expect my energy. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. No. And so I'm just sitting with it because right now I'm at a full no, you don't deserve a response. No. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, you know. That pick your battles. Pick your battles. Right? And like, yeah, I, I, I find what you say really, really valid because for third time's the charm there, I could have just totally ignored it. Yeah. I, I'm wanting a human being to get to a point that I shouldn't have to block you to stop this from happening. And if you need to learn this lesson from someone that loved and adored you at one point in time i'm not going to be afraid to deliver that i get that i could choose just to know. the next time trust me if it ever comes in again it's totally ignored because i'm just there's just no point because they really just don't get it yeah. but i feel like i put the nail in the coffin and really give them a distinct message that if you didn't like you know if you thought you had the right to being up in my business when i told you you don't have the right to be up in my business and you want to come up in my business and try and manipulate me back into a really toxic situation get the fuck out with a hard fucking pass well here's the thing too do you remember we talked about the different uh, levels of relationship this yeah. woman that you are engaging with you are at a level three with her you guys have been doing mirror work together for a long time that's sure. different this woman that emailed me we are surface level i've met her a couple I, i've only seen her face to face once a couple yeah. of emails back and forth and she expected me to let her into my inner world and spill my guts and be vulnerable with her after she attacked me. I'm like, um, well, not attacked me. That was dramatic. I am a Leo. Okay. I can own sometimes that comes <laughs> So I'm going to pull that back and say okay. the energy that came from it was not what I want in my world. Yeah. And no, you are not, I'm not at a level three with you. I don't even know you. Yeah. That's the yeah. difference, you know, because we will push each other and, you know, sometimes trigger each other when you're in those deeper relationships because we've committed to that. That's different. Yeah. But I wanted to show, I wanted to just show the, the, the contrasting because 
depending on how deep of a relationship you are in with somebody, that's going to depend on your responses and how much energy you're going to give that person. Yeah. You know, and it comes to a point where you have to choose who's, who are you going to give your energy to? You know, yeah. what, what relationships are the most important to you right now that you do want to foster and that are fostering you? Where's the equal energy exchange? Yeah. Those are the relationships that you want to foster and put your energy yeah. in where you're also equally receiving. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, you know, we and, and most healers on this planet, one of our biggest <laughs> things is give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away and it'll come back. That's, you know, what some of the teachings are. Just keep giving, just keep giving. Well, hello, how about some equal energy exchange on that giving? Yeah, yeah, yep. And if you're not getting it, go somewhere else. Yeah, and that is a really good boundary. Boundaries are a thing. Yeah, right? And I, I'm super fucking proud of you for like, I'm not even gonna engage in that. I'm not even gonna put one, Oh, wait, one second. Okay, no. <laughs> that was it. It yeah. came in. It came in at about 11 o'clock at night. So I was already in my meditative space. I was like almost ready for bed. I read it and it was just like, <sighs> done. No. Yeah. This does not fit my vibration. No. Yeah. And, you know, next week, you know, I, because the other thing is too, you have to do maintenance. So I will check in and look at it again. I have so much going on in my own personal world. Do I have the capacity and the ability to want? Do I want to put my energy in that space? Because right now I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going to land, right? Yeah. That is so low on my priority list now. And like when I'm triaging, that doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, this new moon. your relationships, find the love, find the joy. And that's what I'm doing. I'm just following the feelings. And if there's any triggers coming up or like it, with the energy coming, if there's anything that is grinding me, that seems to be the word that wants to come out of my mouth. If I'm being grinded, if it's not smooth, I don't want it in my world right now. I just don't. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm down for triggers. I don't mind if a grind is a trigger because I think that's really important work. You know, I've had a couple of those come up and they've been through this conversation and I think they're really important, but it does come down to that. We're, we're at a space where the light workers are having adjustments disorder to planet earth. We're living in a time where all of this shit we've been talking about for years is finally bubbling up and being exposed. All the darkness is being like a bunch of little trolls get light shot on them, every shrinking and screaming in, in space. And, and people don't realize that we feel it whether we want to or not. We have to be really, really cocooned to not experience that space. Like it means TV off, phones off, everything to be totally like, almost like a spiritual bypass moment where you have to just step out of the arena and working through our own next level stuff in all of this, right? Asking. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, this, this new moon seems to be bringing with it really firm, cat being baptized boundaries, hard nose, and, and trying to find that, like, it's like I said, I was happily, I'm happily pissed off this week. I'm as happy as a pygmy and poo, and I'm being triggered at the same time. What did I like, say earlier? That I have my magical cranky pants on. Yes. Magical cranky pants. Right? Where you can be in it with joy, but you're still in it. <laughs> magical cranky pants time. Magical cranky pants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, cranky skirt because it's too fucking hot for pants. Right. <laughs> cranky skirts. Cranky skirts. Magical cranky skirts on. I got my magical cranky scarf on. <laughs> Perfect. 
Yeah. So whoever that is, whoever you, you want to use magical cranky, anything magically cranky painted, I don't know. Like, yeah. but exhausted, painted, too tired to give a shit. To, you know, like. Exactly. exactly. Right. We're sitting here in triggered and bubble up space, and we're laughing about it, and that's well. Listen, and, and oh shit. That happened. That was Sparkling Hill. And it's funny because I was just going to talk about the sparkly sun and then Sparkling Hill showed up on my phone. What was I going to say? Where was I? Magical cranky skirts and sparkling. Oh, yeah. Oh, duality. That's where I was going with that. So the duality. Yes, we have the magical cranky. I have had some mind, like what I talked about yesterday, these light codes coming in and this, this energy work that I did with my girlfriend in the pool and then my experience last night and blissful ecstatic new thing like there there was like there was like things like I there was things and there was things like I I can't even yeah I can't even tell you some of the stuff that I finished and I was like what the fuck was that and and she cried yeah it was it was epic and and so yes Yes, and it's the duality. We hold both. Yes. Yes. And some days are going to be better than others. And we have to honor that space too. Yeah. And, you know, when being present definitely helps, you know, because let's face it, in, in, a, in a historical record-breaking heat wave, breaking your foot's probably not in my best interest. <laughs> That's not a top priority that you really want to engage in, but hey, here we are. <laughs> and like, only I would do that. Right? Yeah. Mm, break, three, break three containers last week and then break my soul basket this week. I mean, it's a thing. And just welcome to my world. This is, this is my normal. <laughs> yeah, right. That's your normal. I would prefer it not to be. And, you know, hopefully with more training, it won't be. But this is where I'm at. And I just have to accept that this is, this is the part. This is where I'm at right now in the journey today, period. Yeah. And do you know what I love hearing about that? Is that, you know, we talk about unconditional love and we need to learn to see different perspectives for people. Like maybe some of them have a bad day, blah, 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 blah. But it starts with us. We can't be that source of unconditional love if we're not unconditionally loving ourselves. So unconditionally loving means meeting yourself exactly where you're at in that moment. So here you are um, magically cranky panting, cranky skirting, you know, like, cool. Yeah. Right? I'm stepping on two ice packs. It feels epic. I fucking love it so much. And that... And, you know, that brings up a whole other concept around perception. A lot, perception. Of, people, a lot of people hate icing. You know, it is be, being in the gym world most of my life, ice was a part of my world all the time, right? And with all the injuries that I've accumulated over, you know, being a gymnast myself and dual sporting most of my life. So ice is my friend. But, you know, you know, when they say that you have to acclimatize your mouth to certain foods, you have to acclimatize your body to certain things too. And, you know, that's how I got over the pain of icing. Yeah. Ice is my friend. I love ice. Me too. Yeah. It takes a, takes a mindset. It does take a mindset and a strong one too, because it does hurt. Your body's going, you're hurting yourself, but yeah. no, it's medicine. Yeah. And so, and it's yeah. actually keeping me not from freaking out to have ice because I'm so hot. So embrace some of that uncomfortableness, you know, the, the Ruiz is talking oh. about be comfortable in the uncomfortable. And this is a perfect opportunity to practice that. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And as people that have both endured heat stroke, right? We're a little bit more susceptible. Our bodies are not quite the same. And then you add in elements of things like um, vaccinations that your body's trying to absorb. But I mean, that was it. I was just I was just talking to you about a suck it up moment on set, and that here we were out in the heat of the day, at the most heat of the day, having been feeling the way that I've been feeling for the last three weeks, which nobody knew about. Yeah. And ask for a water, 
They say, we're going to do one more take. And I'm like, oh, dude, here comes the dizzies. I'm going to pearl in a moment. I, I'm like, all right, Donna, get into it. Crouch down, get in the shade, take a deep breath. You've got one more thing to do. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You're just about done. And did the thing and went and did the thing and recovered very nicely because I supported myself and just leaned into the uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and it really comes down to how strong is your will? Yeah. How strong is your will? What do you want? Yeah. Set right. that intent and take action on it. Always. Right. You know, and life is not comfortable. Nobody said this was going to be easy. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. And, and, it, and it truly isn't. <laughs> no. Be an adult, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Be a light worker, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I can't remember what movie it was I watched. Uh, but someone once said, free will isn't free until you use it. And we don't wish things into our life. We will things into our lives. Yeah. And we do that with strong boundaries. And we do that with patience and grace. And we do that with laughter. And we do it with tears. And however we want to meet the moment that we're in, in presence. That's right. And when you know in your heart what you're supposed to do, even if you don't have the actual label or storyline of what it's going to look like if you know in your heart what you're on this planet to do do it do it and the ones that question you or the ones who say you have ulterior motives perhaps they're not a part of your path right you know if you know in your heart what you're supposed to do do it regardless of what anybody else has to say. Yep. And yep. tomorrow, if I decide to ship off to India, that'll be my fucking choice. Right? Yeah. And I love that because you just brought it right back to the conversation we were having at the very beginning of this where you're wondering what I was supposed to do next and blah, 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 And then you just talked about the fact that here we are. Yeah. Once I decide, I will just do it. But see, and, and I think that's where my... The uncomfortable is is because I I it's I'm still, the void. I'm still we, yeah we're in the void because the new moon's not here yet right so yeah I like the void weeks <laughs> humans at the best of times do not like the void we are so uncomfortable with the void and and the void speaks to a desire to control the void speaks to societal belief sets in the form of colonization and industrialization and these things that say we should be doing these things. And when you use your will to make the choice, and I always tell people, I don't care if this was your heart space and 10 years down the road or 10 minutes down the road, that's not your heart space. If you're telling yourself to do it, do it because it'll eventually play a role in your life at some, at some, some form of a tool. Mm-hmm. So like, there's never a wrong move to make. Mm-hmm. I think um, processing that on the way home, because that kind of came in this morning, the, the moving. Um, I don't care how I'm in service. I don't care. You just want to be in service. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know what storyline to pick. Right. Because I've done so many things already in my life. Like, you know, for, for my age and for most, you know, the average human, I, you know, I've, I've, I've accomplished a lot of things and I'm very proud of myself for the things that I've done in this world already. And I'm halfway through my lifetime. And so I'm not looking at these storylines from a, a filter of fear. Yeah. Because I've done it. Yeah. A lot of the the goals and dreams that I've set out for myself, I have completed already. So this is fun for me. I want joy. I want fun. I want easier than before because I've done the hard. And, you know, when you come, when you spiral path up again, it's supposed to be easier. (laughs) Supposed to. I know. I I can hear Miguel Jr. in my head saying, you know, if you want to make God laugh, just tell him your plans. Right. And so... (laughs) 
the universe. Hello, controllers. No, 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 no. So, but, but, you know, it's for me, it's just, I want the next half of my life to look different. Yep. And what the first half did. Yep. And because that's what I want, that is what I will have. I don't know what different looks like or what it's going to look like. All I know is I don't want to start cycle the repeating patterns again. Yeah. So I'm open. I'm open. Yeah. Waiting for the storylines to materialize. Yeah. And I'm a resource and I know I suck at patience. <laughs> and I can totally own it. <laughs> Right. That is also part of our will. Because on the opposite end of that is procrastination and not doing anything. So I'm not going to beat myself up for wanting something and, and taking action and putting energy into that, because that's how I've succeeded and gotten to the point where I have in my life because of my will. Yeah. Balance. Yep. And I wholeheartedly believe that procrastination, unwillingness to do something is also a space that deserves to be honored because it serves a purpose too. Rest. Remember we talked about the cycles. Right, right. You can't blow yourself up and then continue to racehorse without burning out your adrenals or whatever in the space. You have to understand there's a reintegration period. There's a rest period. Yeah. And sometimes we do things, and this is this speaks to just sort of really trusting we have all the answers sometimes we're in the nothing because we know but don't know that something's coming that's going to require this time and space so like to try not to fight that charged up yeah yeah you're ready when the go time comes right right yeah yeah good yeah so it's really getting present to yeah, stay present, with your, stay present with your soul basket so that you don't break your toe. Yeah. Keep your bed. Yeah. Yeah. Presence is a thing. Was it was it tomorrow's yesterday's yesterday's history? Tomorrow's a mystery. That's why they call today the present, because it's a gift. That's right. So yeah. You know. And the more we learn to seek that joy no matter what it looks like as long as you're not harming yourself or another human being right like joy is the things that light you up to say i feel like i have purpose when i do these things i feel fulfilled when i do these things i am filled when i do these things that was a big one i just totally that the stronger the boundaries the stronger the surrounding of the like energy all that time back in a space where standing alone but together is a beautiful gift to yourself like the trees yeah we stand alone and we're interwoven underneath the ground yeah be a tree sway with your friends yeah know that you're connected just know it know right homes yeah yeah i i'm not sure where we are time wise it seems to fly by so about six minutes left do you look at us go we just put but I really hope that in today's space, people can see us acknowledging and experiencing our rankness, that that is part of the human experience. And the more we can learn to just lean into instead of protest that, the more we clear out our energy and that it's okay to be together and apart right now, that, that, that you know what's best for you. And only you do know what's best for you as time moves on that I hope we're leading our children to discover who they are on their journey and supporting them and who they want to be in any given moment because they'll form whoever they were going to turn out to be in the end. And that we can't do it without setting firm boundaries because if we don't set firm boundaries, everything else is taking up our energetic space and wasting our time. Yeah. Yeah, and I think to round out, I'm gonna read the poem I wrote. Okay that I put on Instagram a couple days ago, because I think it would just be a nice way to round out this session. Beautiful. Be kind, starting with yourself. 
you know, the one who's always there for you, the one whose loyalty is unending, the one who always has your back, the one who sees you, all of you, the one who feels you, all of you, that one deserves kindness always. Kindness. Always. Always. Yeah. Love it. Love your people. Good love yourself. Right? Can't love other people till you love yourself. Yeah. Kindness. Yeah. Spread that shit everywhere. That's our homework. Beautiful. Be good to you. There you go. Kindness to yourself is the homework this week. Yeah. Love it. Good, good homework, my friend. Good. All right. Yes. We out. We are good. I love you. <gasps> I'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. The best way to help us spread this message is to rate, review, and subscribe. If this episode impacted you in any way, share it with others. Post about it on social media or put something in the comments. Also, check out our website for upcoming events and books at www.roarrevolution.com. All our gratitude and love. All our love. See you soon.